0: One, two, three, go tell it to the wall, tell it to the wall, go tell it to the wall, tell to the wall. All right, wall fans, common sensors podcast consumers. Welcome to episode 88 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. I am, of course, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and we've got an action-packed, awesome episode for you tonight. Lots of common sense, lots of cool social trends, couple of announcements. Super excited about the beer this week. Uh, you're probably, you're, you might recognize it to an extent, uh, but you're not going to fully recognize it. You, it's just going to be one of those half-recognition things. In fact, my wife, as I was heading in the studio, she's like, haven't you done that? I was like, no, no, no. And I will explain why in just a moment. A little rum and coke for Ryan Gonzalez here. Ryan Gonzalez of Dad Fiction is currently on our live feed right now. Thanks for joining, Ryan. Uh, they Well, they're on hiatus right now, but they're usually live every Wednesday when they are in season. And I believe they're coming back. He's going to hit me with it here shortly, uh, April, maybe May. Uh, so definitely check out Dad Fiction wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I believe they're on pretty much everything similar to Go Tell it to the Wall. And, of course, on YouTube. So head on over there. Hi, Ryan. How you doing? I believe they're back in, they're, it's April or May. We'll update everyone on that as we go along. Alright, like I said, we've got some good trends tonight. Super excited about the beer. Uh, a couple of updates for you. And uh, a little mental illness, mental health stuff we're going to get into. Grant, given what a certain person in public, a certain public figure, not a politician, because <laughs> trust me I could probably do that daily. Uh, but someone else, so we're going to get into some of that as well. All right, let's kick it off with some social plugs. You can follow us during episodes, before episodes, after episodes. My mic is way too high right now. That's all right. Uh, and you can do so multiple ways. One of those would be Twitter. Uh, follow our official Twitter account, at Tell Pod. You can also follow my personal Twitter account, at uh, Magic Muppet. Follow both of those. You're going to get awesome nuggets of common sense, get updates on the podcast and other things pertaining to Go Tell to the Wall. Maybe even pertaining to me personally. Not really. I don't put a lot of personal stuff out on Twitter sometimes. Just like a little bit out there, uh, and of course you can follow us on Facebook. We're currently live on Facebook right now. Head on over there, Facebook.com/go tell to the wall. Like our page. Check back often. You're going to get updates on new episodes, new content, all that good stuff on Facebook. Uh, and of course YouTube. YouTube, we're on YouTube. Always on YouTube. YouTube still numbers are still like getting good bumps, and I still can't figure out why, but we're there, uh, and please, please help us to increase those numbers as they're they're currently increasing, so head on over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall. Subscribe, check back often. That's where you're gonna find our beer reviews, our parenting playlist. Uh, there's also going to be, and thank you, Ryan. Uh, there's also going to be a, uh, a a new playlist going up there, uh, which is going to be all pertaining to mental illness and mental health. So keep an eye out for that coming very soon. And most importantly, all encompassing of those things I just mentioned would be seanorourke.live.com. Head on over there, bookmark the page, check back often. Uh, you're going to be able to link to all those things I just mentioned, the YouTube, the Twitter, the Facebook, and you're also going to find stuff you're not going to get anywhere else, such as photos, uh, some videos are up there, and blog posts as well. So make sure you're heading over to seanorworklive.com and checking back often. Uh, and you're also going to find our Patreon link on the website, and if you see fit and you have the means to do so, please, please think about supporting us financially. It helps to, helps to keep the podcast moving. Helps to keep the studio running, all of the good stuff. Uh, and so please, if you are so inclined, do so through Patreon. That's right. Uh, oh, and I mentioned there's some new webs. You, if you are usually on the website and you check back there, some new photos just went up. Uh, we did some reorganizing. Some new photos went up. And if you're a, a hardcore wall fan, common sensor, you might even see yourself up there because we've got some fan photos that have gone up there as well. So check those out on the website. Beer this week. I'm so excited about this beer, like super excited. I'm always excited when we get these. I feel like we've had at least two, maybe three of these on the podcast before, Uh, and it's a tasty little brew from Firestone Walker. That's right, Firestone Walker there in uh, Central Valley, or Central Coast, rather. Uh, And it's their Luponic Distortion IPA series. This is number 12, number 12. I believe we've had, we've definitely had 10 and 11 on the podcast. I don't know if we've had nine on the actual podcast itself, Uh, but this is at least the third one of these, Luponic Distortion. I mentioned it before they do limited runs and once it's a certain brew that they put together it usually has some fruit flavors uh once that's out then they move on to the next I, the next one in the ipa series the luponic distortion ipa series so if you enjoy firestone walker you enjoy the luponic distortion or you just enjoy ipas it's a smoother ipa uh, definitely compared to a regular california ipa if you enjoy those uh please please head on out check them out Easy to find, uh, too. I actually picked this up at Sprouts the other day. I didn't even know 12 was out, and I went, oh, my God, it's number 12. So we picked it up for the podcast. This one's got a little hint of tangerine, uh, honeydew, and for some reason they're just going away from like the, the fruit itself, strawberry gummy. I, I just imagine some brewmaster throwing a bunch of strawberry gummy bears into the brew batch here and, and creating Luponic Distortion IPA series uh, uh, number 12. I'm sure that's not how they did it, but I just like to envision that that's what's happening. Some intern shoveling strawberry gummy bears into a vat of beer. Yes. Mm. Highly recommend it. Check them out. Super smooth. Super smooth. even Even compared to a California IPA. And you get that nice little hint of fruitiness in there. Again, like I, I always say, uh, I have ha- had my wife try this one as well. Uh, it, she didn't love it, but considering she doesn't like IPAs at all, she was able to drink it. So it's on the smoother side of IPAs. It's kind of my like measuring stick as far as smoothness on IPAs, as you know if you've been an avid listener uh, for a while now. All right, moving on to some social trends. Social trends. That's right, social trends. This is the stuff flying around on the social platforms. Uh, One of these, this is one I mentioned in the teaser if you saw it, if you're watching the video and you watched the teaser before you got into this one, Uh, and that would be pertaining to one of my favorite brands, and that brand is Vans, and there's a little challenge going around here. Uh, It's the hashtag Vans challenge. That's right, hashtag Vans challenge. If you haven't heard of this one yet, it's essentially people throwing their Vans shoes in the air, like one of them, I don't think you really have to throw two of them, and then the the whole premise of this is that your vans always land like like sole side down. I'm going to be honest with everyone. I was experimenting with this a little bit. And if you know me, you know that there's like 80 pairs of vans in this house, 80 plus pairs of vans. I tried it with multiple different vans. To an extent, I won't say it wasn't true, but it like you know, they yes, was it landing sole side down more than more than half the time? Yeah. Was it 100%? No, no way. And I'm talking multiple tri- like slip-ons, uh, Authentics, and I even tried some Brigadas. I-, I didn't go past that because I've got other styles, and- but I was like, okay, that's enough of that. Uh, and just for for reference, I actually tried it with a pair of Tigers, and the Tigers were about the same as the Vans. So I don't know how true this hashtag Vans challenge is, but what I'm going to do right, ha- right now is using common sense, we're going to decide uh, as a podcast with all of you, wall fans, common sensors, uh, podcast consumers, because I've got a pair right here, right here. Here's a pair of Vans. I'm just holding one of them up. Uh, and this one, I actually pulled a fairly new pair. I think these have only been worn once, maybe twice on, like, St. Paddy's Day, because I do have, like, four pairs. of. Actually, these have been worn a couple times. These were in the official uh, Give Me Motion music video when I had to dress up in in a complete, like, what do you call it, skin suit, green skin suit and be a flower. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna figure this out right now. I'm gonna do it live on the broadcast, right here on the podcast, and we'll see if it lands soul down, then we'll give it to everyone. If it doesn't, then this one's just debunked completely. So here we go, here we go. Alright, it landed soul down. Everyone in the video is not seeing it because I'm not about to like move move the video can't move the video feed around. It did land soul down, so I'll give it to everyone on the Vans Challenge. But just keep in mind you probably need a newer pair of vans for it to work most of the time uh and and there's one going around where the the van shoe is like rolling back on it i i don't even understand how that's happening hey jeff uh, so i will say one more thing with this as i was scrolling through looking at people doing this vans challenge of course some guy and i'm not even going to give his name goes the vans challenge it's all a lie and what he did his his young toddler is wearing vans shoes And so he decided to throw his toddler onto the bed to prove that the Vans challenge didn't work. Now, his toddler's fine. He was thrown onto a bed. Uh, But this is something that's really important to me is is whenever these challenges come out, don't do stupid things. You don't need to involve your child in this. Don't do stupid things. And we're going to get into more of that and why that's important uh, in a couple of topics here. Yeah, in a couple from now. I was hoping to have uh, uh, Chris and or Bridget on the live feed right now. So whoever's on the live feed, please shout out what uh, what your favorite is pertaining to this, because today, today is hashtag National Cereal Day. That's right, hashtag National Cereal Day. So you know everyone is, uh, and in fact somebody created the Mount Rushmore of cereal. I don't know, I don't even know what's happening there. I don't care enough to really like look at this. Uh, and I w- was gonna share with all of you my favorite cereal, but it's it's really hard to choose, because for me, I've loved cereal ever since I was a kid. Um, When I was a kid, yes, for breakfast, did I eat like fruit loops? Yeah. But as I got older, uh, I really started to enjoy less sweet cereals for breakfast. If I am eating a bowl of cereal for breakfast, I tend to go for like cornflakes, even like that special K. It's super tasty, super tasty stuff and not super sweet, you know, Cheerios, that kind of stuff. However, I did learn years and years and years ago that cereal can be a great late night dessert. What's your question, Jeff? Uh, Can be, and what's your favorite cereal? Shout that out for us. Uh, it can be a great dessert. So I've learned there's a few that I really, really love. And one of them, weirdly, is Cinnamon Life. It's like a kid's cereal, but it's the perfect amount of sweet. Perfect amount of sweet, and it's still satisfying. And you, I tend to eat it for, like, dessert. It's fantastic. Uh, so anyone on the feed, shout out your favorite cereals. I'm, I'm curious what everyone's favorite cereals are. And, Jeff, what is your question? Uh, I'm, I'm paying attention to the live feed, but we've also got social stuff going on. Uh, and here's the one. That I mentioned a little bit with the Vans challenge, a challenge, another challenge that's going around on social media. This one I don't like. Uh, <laughs> yes, Jeff, I have to double check with Diana. Uh, but yes, uh, Zoe would absolutely be honored uh, to be your flower girl. Let me double check with my wife. But yes, I uh, yes, Zoe, my my cousin is on the feed asking if my daughter uh, can be the flower girl for his wedding. He just loves to hit me with with interesting information in the middle of a live feed. That would be a yes, live on Go Tell to the Wall podcast. Uh, yes, Zoe, my daughter Zofia, will definitely uh, would be honored to be your flower girl. Absolutely, and I'm I'm sure Kate or Kate Co- and or Cole is going to be the uh, the uh, the ring bearer there. <laughs> that's aw- that's awesome. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, very excited, and I will share that with Diana. I will double check, with, but I'm sure. I'm come on. I, I don't see that being an issue. Um, all right, this one and thank you again, Jeff. And, and seriously, that's that's a huge honor t- uh, to have Zoe in your wedding. Absolutely. Um, all right, moving on. This one I kind of teased with the Vans challenge thing. It, these challenges they go around, and you know if you've been a listener for for the majority of the podcast, I tend to uh, I tend to to debunk these challenges and really like lean in on them. Like, what is this? And this would be one of those. It's hashtag Cheese Challenge. And what this is is people are throwing slices of cheese uh, at their pets, like on their. Oh, see Golden Grams. I'm a Golden Grams fan myself, and you know what die is? My wife die well, die. My cousin knows die. Uh, my wife is a big Golden Grams fan as well. We sometimes have Golden Grams in the house. That's a good one. I, I enjoy them myself. Uh, so it's it's throwing a slice of cheese at your pet, like at their face. And then seeing what happens, I really don't even understand where this started. I don't care where it started. Uh, even worse than that, people are throwing slices of cheese at their children, just at their face, boom. And if you scroll through, because, I mean, don't even give this more airtime. time. Um, I unfortunately scrolled through, but there's some, ki- you can see the kids are like, why are you throwing cheese at me a lot of times? and They don't even understand what's happening. And you're throwing a slice of cheese at your, at your child's face. It's never a good idea to throw something at your child's face. I, it doesn't matter what it is. Don't throw something at your child's face. And this is what I mean when I say there's some challenges out there that really just need to be stopped. Like the, uh, that Kiki challenge like where people are getting run over by car- Like This is one of the bird box challenges. This is not nearly as bad as those, but it just needs to stop. And I've realized what we need to do, what all of you out there need to do, if, if you're contemplating, like, is this challenge okay to do? Like, for example, the Van- Vans challenge is fantastic. You're throwing one of your shoes into the air, like 2 feet into the air. You're not even you're not throwing it high up in the air. It's not going to hurt. It. That's fine. Do something like that. The the uh the uh what was it? The uh the ice bucket challenge where it's like you're doing it to yourself, totally get it. Raise money for ALS. Totally get it. So the question you need to ask yourself is is this possibly going to hurt someone else? And if the answer is maybe, yes, or possibly not really, but maybe slightly, then don't do it. Just don't do it. Hashtag cheese challenge. Don't do it. You don't need to throw cheese at your pets. You don't need to throw cheese at your children. You love your children. You love your pets. I hope. If you don't, then that's borderline abuse at that point. And, but if you love your children and your pets, why are you throwing cheese at them? Stop. Just stop. Oh, my God. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. Like, Can you imagine? And I have a, My daughter's cute as hell. If I want to put out a bunch of videos of this cheese challenge and get some views, oh, my God. People would eat it up. But I'm not going to do that to my kid. I'm not going to do that to my kid. Uh, Jeff, I would do that to you. Next time you're hanging out, if, I might throw some cheese at you. My cousin, he's my older cousin, so and I've known him my entire life, so I can throw some cheese. No, still don't throw it at your, <laughs> don't throw it at anybody. Just don't do it. Uh, all right, next hashtag we're going into, uh, hashtag High School Me versus Adult Me. This one is super funny. Uh, there's a lot of people sharing like either heartwarming stuff, funny stuff. There's of course some Kylo Ren stuff going around. Uh, and I've found quite a few just fun ones. People are sharing photos of them in high school and current photos. Uh, I will tell you, uh, high school me versus adult me was much, much, much thinner. Much thinner. Much thinner. Like, oh, God. I look at high school photos, and I'm like, oh, my God. That's insane. Uh, and def- just definitely in much better shape overall. But, you know, <laughs> age happens work happens, things happen, and and just... Ooh, Jeff loves cheese. Jeff, I'm definitely throwing sliced cheese at you. Although you probably wouldn't like the American singles. Jeff is fancy. He likes good cheese. Uh, So, but definitely check this one out. And in fact, I saw... I can't see it now because I wanted to quote it exactly for you. Um, Yeah, I'm not seeing it. But there was somebody that actually shared... uh, Somebody who was in a same-sex relationship shared that when they were in high school, they were afraid of coming out for fear that they... And this was... Uh, not old, old, older, you know, older than myself, because even myself in high school, you didn't really have the fear of being like thrown in jail for, for being gay. Uh, but there was a time where you did. And so it was like him in high school being afraid to come out because he could be thrown in jail. And then him now, uh, was like, look at my cute husband. And it was just, it was a picture of the two of them as fantastic. Uh, it was fantastic. (laughs) And Nina wants fancy cheese too uh i we'll just we'll put cheese in zoe's basket instead of flowers and just bring them up up the up the uh the walkway there to the altar i don't probably probably not an altar i'm just i was cat- i was Catholic for so many years it was always an altar uh all right so check that one out uh next one hashtag summarize a film in four words summarize a film in four words on the fly today I was trying to come up with a good one for you and I just didn't I just didn't uh but there was one that I wanna share with you that actually made me laugh i also don't know who rose is uh one was who are you gonna call another one dude lost his car uh but there was someone that had a uh rug ties the room that's what it was rug ties the room so figure that one out i'm not even gonna tell you if rug ties the room we've literally talked about that film on the podcast before oh i did like that one normal guy zombie apocalypse figure out that one Um, All right, one more to go on these. This one I enjoyed, hashtag how I lost my street cred, hashtag how I lost my street cred. Some of these were kind of whatever, uh, but one of these I really enjoyed was uh, Google's street cred, hashtag how I lost my street cred, uh, and another one, I joined Facebook, hashtag how I lost my street cred. Uh, I don't think I ever had any street cred to begin with, so I don't know how I lost my street cred, but definitely check that one out. Uh, lost it? I don't think I ever had it. I guess that's me, too. Uh, so I can, I can relate there. T. Never understand these Twitter names. I can't keep, like, come on, T. It's fine. Maybe your name's T, but, like, give me something more. Yeah. All right, moving on. TV film and books. Oh, TV film and books. Got some good ones in here today. Uh, shameless. A little shameless news. Not really news if you've been following shameless. Uh, there's, right now, we have two episodes left in the current season of Shameless 2, 2. And if you follow the show, you know anything about the show, or you listen to the podcast, you know that Emmy Rossum, who plays Fiona, is leaving. She's got two episodes left. If you watch the most recent episode, I'm not going to give any spoilers, uh, but they are definitely starting to set it up for her to leave. I'm not telling you how or anything just in case you're not caught up, but they're definitely setting it up for her to leave. Uh, it's going to be sad to see her go, but I get it. This happens with, with shows, you know, and, and stars leave and, Sometimes come back and and she's got quite a big career ahead of her. She does a lot of directing as well too. Uh, So it's very sad to see her go, but I know you're still going to see plenty of Emmy Rossum uh, out there in in the in the acting and directing and entertainment world. I'm sure. So um, it's a little salute to uh, to Emmy Rossum. Two episodes left. I'll probably mention it again after her last episode. Uh, Some Star Wars news. Not Star Wars film news. Not Star Wars television show news. Star Wars theme park news. That's right. We got an announcement just today. Just today, Disney announced uh, the opening date for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. The opening date is going to be May 31st. So you know what that means. Uh, RIP being able to breathe at Disneyland. I was actually telling a friend, uh, my friend Laura, who's over right now, was talking to her before I came in the studio. And she's very familiar. She works in the same industry as my wife, uh, very familiar with the theme parks and everything else. And I was like, so you either got to go to Disneyland. Like, I got to take my kid in the next two months or I'm taking her five years from now. Yeah, like I said, R.I.P. being able to breathe at Disneyland. Uh, more movie news. This I can't believe I was so behind on this one. It never popped up on my radar. And we literally have talked about books by this author. Uh, that would be J.R.R. Tolkien. And that's right, film news, not Lord of the Rings or anything else. There is a biopic coming out uh, about J.R.R. Tolkien. It's coming out May 10th. May 10th. I'm super excited about that one. I, I love J.R.R. Tolkien. I've read the majority of his books, uh, and I, I will absolutely enjoy uh, watching a biopic. Hopefully it's well done. And it's the the actor, I can't, I, uh, I don't have his name right in front of me, and I can't remember his name, but he is the actor who plays, uh, played plays, beast in in the current uh x-men films the current it's not kelsey grammar the current x-men films uh basically the most recent ones in the one the dark phoenix uh one that's going to be coming out uh soon so look look out for that one may 10th may 10th it's coming i'm excited you should be or don't it's fine i know chris is going to be excited chris isn't on the live feed right now. he probably already knew it was coming out and then I'll, I'll have to yell at him for not letting me know that there's a Tol- Tolkien biopic coming out uh some game of thrones news oh, Game of Thrones news. I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. Season 8 trailer, the full trailer dropped this week. Everyone lost their minds. Everyone started to dissect it and everything else. Uh, And I did see, I hate doing the dissecting and like the the theories, you know, like the conspiracy theories or the the Easter egg theories. It's like, I don't care. Like, no, I just want to watch the movie. You know, it's so funny. Like Captain Marvel, the post-credit scenes are already on YouTube. The film isn't even fully out yet. And the post-credit scenes are on YouTube. Like, come on, that, that's enough. I, you, and if you want to see it, that, that's fine. I'm not even gonna get. But like, I don't want to see it. I want to watch the movie and then see the post-credit scenes, and then maybe I'll rewatch them after I've seen the film. But I don't want to, so I, I don't really love dissecting all this stuff. However, I will tell you one thing. Uh, there, there is a theory going around about the Game of Thrones trailer where there's a ca- new character being introduced that's shown briefly on, uh, on the, uh, in the trailer, I believe on one of the boats or something. And I'm, I, again, I don't want to spoil anything just in case it is, but if you're interested, definitely check that out. Uh, and in other Game of Thrones news, which really I don't think is huge news, but it's news nonetheless, uh, George RR R. Martin did an interview li- uh, recently and he said the, there could be some discrepancy in the ending, uh, the Game of Thrones ending for the show compared to what the ending in the book will be. Uh, now I said this is not a huge surprise because the show actually surpassed where the books are uh, a little while ago, and we've known since then that George R. R. Martin did give uh, Benioff and Weiss, the the showrunners for Game of Thrones, did give them an idea of how he was going to end the entire series of of uh, Fire and Ice or whatever the book series is called. Uh, so so there's an idea, but he has come out and said most likely there's going to be some discrepancies. So, uh, you know, maybe this is just him saying, still read my books. You're, you're not going to know how it's end. I, I don't know. But this is kind of something we've known for a while now. And there's discrepancies in the books compared to the television show even before the show uh, surpassed the books. So I, I don't even really understand why that's news. But we're bringing it up nonetheless. Uh, James Woods. Oh, that racist son of a bitch. Yeah, he's back in the news. Uh, he tweeted that he's boycotting Captain Marvel. That's right, boycotting Captain Marvel, just like all the other white bigoted assholes that are boycotting because, and James Woods actually said this, and I quote, "Uh, girls aren't superheroes. Girls aren't superheroes. Yeah. Pick up a comic book, James Woods. Uh, And seriously, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been around for quite a while now, uh, and this is the first time, first time that they have had a female lead as a superhero in a Marvel movie. First time. Uh, so really, shut the hell up, James Woods. I'm sick of it. You're just you're just a bigoted asshole, and I can't deal with it anymore. He doesn't he doesn't want women in his films. Up until Black Panther, it was all white men, all white men, and there's been one non-white man as a main character in Marvel films, one. And now we're gonna have a woman, and everyone's losing their minds because women can't be. Give me a break, give me a break. I just it's there's no excuse for this kind of hatred anymore. No reason. No reason. You can't dismiss someone just because they're it's, they're a female. You can't dismiss someone just because they're sex. Period. Unless you're trying to have a baby, then you kick that man right out of your obstetrician office because you, you can't do it, bud. I, like that's just that's biology. But being a superhero doesn't like it's very different. Very different. Come on now. Oh, I hate talking about this guy, but I, I just want to bring this up real quick. Alex Jones has recently again returned to the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, to come out with such tidbits as, and I quote, the most fearless killer, uh, Ale- Asians are the most fearless killers there are. End quote. Yeah, because those are the kind of tidbits we need from Alex Jones. I don't. I, I really don't give a shit anymore if, if people are, it's performance. He's being a I don't care. It's it's over the top. He's embroiled in lawsuits. He He's, he, he's a sweaty, fat, white son of a bitch and I just can't do it anymore. Uh, and here we have Joe Rogan who keeps giving him a platform after his platform's been removed from everywhere else? And you have so many of these Joe Rogan defenders, so many. Well, he just wants to have all the different sides. No, he doesn't, because I guarantee if you go back and you watch that podcast, he probably laughs when Alex Jones says that little quoted line about Asians. Probably laughs. I guarantee it. I'm I'm, I'm absolutely done with Joe Rogan. He just I he's. He does this just to get views and he does it to stir up controversy. The issue is that he has like 2 million subscribers and not all of them realize that he isn't trying to convey this information as fact. So I'm done with Joe Rogan. I was never really super into Joe Rogan, but I'm done with Joe Rogan and it's ridiculous that he gives Alex Jones a platform. Uh, And we have some sad news. Another RIP. Rest in peace. The last blockbuster in Australia is going to be closing at the end of the month. It's going to be closing at the end of March. They've announced the last blockbuster in Australia. And if you're familiar with blockbusters, you already know that that Australian blockbuster was one of two remaining on the entire face of the Earth. Now that that one is closing, there will only be one remaining, one blockbuster video remaining on the face of the Earth. One on the entire planet. I mean, they probably have a bunch of them on Mars, but on our planet... One, in Bend, Oregon. So if you're in the Oregon area, like definitely go show them some love because I don't know what the hell that blockbuster is doing. I, I don't. I don't. Do people still rent movies? Redbox. I know Redbox is still a thing. People do that. All right, moving on to some music. Man, I feel like I'm just flying through things tonight. It's Jeff, Jeff popping into my live feed and doing that kind of stuff. It all. I'm just a little... Sends me off on a whole nother thing, and we're just moving way too fast and way too slow at the same time. Is that even possible? Yes, it is. That's what we do at Go Tell It to the Wall. All right, music. K Rock. If you live in the Los Angeles area, you might be familiar with K Rock. K R O Q. Uh, and in fact, even outside of Los Angeles and Southern California, you might be familiar with this duo because uh, they are syndicated somewhat nationwide, depending where you live. Uh, and it's a morning show duo named Kevin and Bean. Kevin and Bean. They have been on K Rock for thirty years. Thirty years doing the morning show on K Rock, and it's interesting. Uh, I was listening to another. It's funny. I was listening to another radio show this afternoon, uh, Mason in Ireland, and they brought up the fact that now that Kevin and well, now that Kevin and Bean, what's happening is they are going to be the longest running uh, talk show in Los Angeles, which was very interesting. I thought that was very interesting. Uh, but if you're not familiar with Kevin and Bean, l- like let me just run down a little bit of this for you, kind of who they broke. Um, they, there's a guy named Matt Money Smith, who is a sports guy, uh, now in Southern California, very popular beyond that. They actually gave Adam Carolla his break. Adam Carolla got his break through the Kevin and Bean show, uh, as well as, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blank Ralph Garman, who does a bunch of voices on family guy and does uh, shows with the great Kevin Smith. The most amazing one. Uh, I don't even, I don't want to say the most amazing one. Uh, but the most popular one, is for and recognition-wise, that started on the Kevin and Bean Show, is Jimmy Fucking Kimmel. Started on the Kevin and Bean Show, and now he hosts a late night show, national late night show on ABC. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, and unfortunately, Bean is going to be leaving the show. Uh, so they will Kevin and and the rest of the crew will still have a morning show. But Bean is going to be moving to England. Uh, at some point in the near future. So the Kevin and Bean duo will be ending, unfortunately. Uh, and and a big salute uh, to Bean, Bean Baxter, as well as not only for a job well done, good on you, uh, for, for just having such staying power and doing such a great show for 30 years, uh, but also he has brought to light a lot of awareness around mental health and mental illness, which is is another big thing uh, for us here at Go Tell to the Wall. So that's fantastic. Uh, and and I wish all the best to Bean Baxter. Hopefully he's going to get on another radio show there in England and maybe we'll get him syndicated out here or be able to listen to him digitally. It'll be interesting. Uh, more music news. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson songs have actually been pulled completely from radio stations in Canada and New Zealand. Not all radio all radio stations in New Zealand, from what I can gather. Not all radio stations in Canada, but quite a few of them. Uh, have stopped playing Michael Jackson music. This is, of course, uh, pertaining to the, uh, what is the name of it, Leaving Neverland documentary that dropped recently and has reignited uh, all of the controversy around Michael Jackson. So if you're in New Zealand uh, or Canada, most likely you're not going to be hearing Michael Jackson on the radio. I don't hear a ton of Michael Jackson on the radio. Any- like Maybe I'm just listening to the wrong stations. I-, I don't know. I don't know. One more piece of music news. Oh, man. Blink-182. They're in the studio recording their new album, and apparently, Travis Barker the other day uh, had an Instagram post that he was working with Pharrell. That's right, Pharrell Williams. He's working with him. Uh, and this is interesting because most likely what we're what we know is that Pharrell is going to do something on the new Blink One Eighty Two album. Something. Don't know exactly what, but he's going to do something on the new Blink. I mean, I'm sure lyrics producing whatever it might be uh, and everyone's piecing it together because it was like well maybe he's just working with Travis Barker because Travis Barker's been working with everyone but conspiracy theorists out there I'm not a big fan of them, but they figured it out that it was actually the same studio uh, that Blink-182 is currently recording their album uh, so look for some Pharrell on, on the upcoming Blink-182 album and additionally I saw a rumor that they actually wanted him on the untitled album which makes sense timing wise because that was like 2001 uh, and Pharrell was really doing a lot of producing. He had uh, NERD at the time. It really made uh, uh, really made sense to to have him on that album. They just the scheduling didn't work, from what I can gather. And and now they're getting him on the new one. Uh, on another note, I hate doing this, but I just I'm 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 hoping that the the curse doesn't translate to music the way it did with sports. We're getting rumors that Travis Barker is dating a Kardashian. And I'm really hoping. But this isn't going to be the same as the sports world where every athlete that dates a Kardashian just falls off the face of the earth. Travis, we need you, buddy. We need you. There's plenty of fish in the sea. That's the only bit I'm going to talk about the Kardashians. Because we don't talk about the Kardashians here at Go Tell It's the Wall. Uh, I do want to talk about this. This one's important to me. Charles Barkley. uh, He's a Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame basketball player. Big time sportscaster now does uh, NBA games and and everything else. Uh, So to give you a little background, uh, Adam Silver is the commissioner of the NBA. Uh, He was at an event recently. It's the Sloan Sports Analytics Conference. It took place in Boston. Uh, And he was talking about players, NBA players, struggling with mental health. Now, I've talked about this sometimes on the podcast. uh, Specifically, Kevin Love was one of them. Uh, We have some other ones. DeMar DeRozan uh, is another player who has spoken openly about his mental health issues and his mental illness battles. What happened was Charles Barkley decided he needed to chime in on this because he thinks he's a mental health expert. I I don't even know. Uh, But here's the thing. Here's the thing. He came out and he said, that he can't understand how these NBA players can have any kind of mental illness or mental health problems. He said they're so wealthy, they get paid so much money, that it should be impossible for them to have problems with mental health. In fact, let me give you, um, here's an exact quote. I'm, I'm going to give you this exact quote. Uh, and I quote, I think this probably, this, that's probably the stupidest thing I've ever heard Adam say. Listen, he's a great guy, but that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard any commissioner say. These guys are making $20, $30, 40000000 million a year. They work six, seven months a year. We stay at the best hotels in the world. They ain't got no problems. That's total bogus. End quote. I, like, I read this yesterday or today, and I nearly jumped out of my seat. Because I, I, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Everyone out there... If you don't already know this, let me let me fill you in on something. Uh, mental health has no concern for money or wealth or anything like that. That doesn't go hand-in-hand hand with your mental health. Can it help it sometimes? Maybe. Maybe. Does it go hand-in-hand? Hand? No. Just because you're rich, can you never have any kind of mental illness or mental health problems? No. That's That's just absolutely absurd. It's absolutely absurd. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I know this all too well. And I'll give you kind of two stories out of this. Uh, I There was a time in my life, my early 20s, I was making six figures a year. Six figures. I, and I was living the life. I, I was having fun, was doing really whatever I wanted, enjoyed the work I was doing. Doing incredibly well. Friends. Everything I needed. And that was one of the worst breakdowns I've ever had in my entire life. It was right around that time. And on that same note, uh, there's a different time in my life where I was pretty comfortable living life, doing okay, not making six figures a year, but doing, doing okay, you know, after I'd left that crazier life, but doing well. But what would happen was, because I had nothing to stress on, my mind wanted me to have things to stress on, to have anxiety over, regardless of how comfortable I was. So that's what happens. Mental illness doesn't care how much money's in your bank account. It doesn't. Your mental health isn't dependent on how much money you can spend. It isn't. That's just a simple fact of the matter. So for Charles Barkley, somebody who's in a position of, not a position of power, but a, a, a prominent position for him to come out and say stuff like this is just inexcusable. It's absolutely inexcusable. And we're not going to stand for it. Just not. So do better, Charles. Do better. Uh, Your take on mental illness is almost as bad as your golf swing. Three of our listeners are going to get that because we don't have a lot of sports watching listeners. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's move on to some parenting. I feel like we're getting short on time, but we're not. I've just been running through everything tonight. It's been a little crazy. Uh, Parenting. I threw a couple of these in parenting just because I felt like it. We have an announcement from Funko. Funko pop you know the the company that makes the uh the cool little figures and and all kinds of stuff look it's Elliot yeah Funko pop Elliot for those of you that are only listening to the uh, audio and it's funny when I do those things like throw a van shoe across the room like nobody can like if you're just listening all you're hearing is a shoe hit the ground I get it it's okay but sometimes things just have to cross over a little bit but Funko uh, they have plans to open a giant toy store in Hollywood. That's right, so if you're in the Los Angeles area, the Hollywood area, Southern California area, soon you will be able to go to a giant toy store in Hollywood uh, and be able to buy a bunch of your Funko toys and Funko Pops and all that good stuff. Uh, It's for kids and adult kids. It's funny, I told my wife this earlier and she said, oh no, we can't afford that. And I was like, okay, honey, like, (laughs) van stores already exist. So, like, we can afford for there to be van stores. So, I, you know, because I comparatively, uh, in fact, I have some friends that live not far from here and their whole house, not their whole house, but their whole house is collectibles. And a lot of it is like Funko. They've got these Funkos and just Funkos upon Funkos upon Funkos. It's crazy. And I have some, I mean, I'm not going to not pretending I don't have a bunch, you know, they're around here. There's two sitting right here on, on, uh, underneath my monitor and there's like five or six there. Uh, you know, but that's. Pretty much the extent of it. It's not hundreds of them like some people have have gotten to collecting. So look forward to that if you're in the Southern California area. More news from Funko. Uh, They're going to be launching a children's book series in partnership with Sterling Publishing. It's going to revolve around the Funko Wetmore Forest characters. Wetmore Forest characters. going to be coming out. uh, It'll be available starting June 15th. You'll be able to get them online and at Barnes & Noble because apparently there's still Barnes & Noble stores. Nothing against Barnes & Noble stores. I just didn't know they still existed. Uh, I think I would enjoy them still existing. I used to go to as a kid. Barnes. I loved going to Barnes & Noble. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but apparently they still exist, and you'll be able to get these Funko children's books there. Uh, it's going to be, like I said, the Wetmore Forest characters, but it's going to be uh, a book sold with a uh, a Funko Pop figure. So it's going to kind of be a cool little set for your kids. Uh, probably for yourself as well. If you're a Funko fan, you can get some Funko books for your kid. That's like that happens. I've got a uh, a Jim Henson children's book here, uh, which I try to keep nice. But it, it's my daughter's technically. I was it was given to me, but it's my daughter's, and so. But I try to keep it nice. She's also got like a labyrinth children's book. Like the, the, you learn that if you have kids, you know that. If you're gonna have kids, you're you're gonna learn that you you start injecting kind of your own stuff, and you're like, oh. Oh, yeah, my kid can read this children's book that's, you know, whatever it might be. And for me, it's also buying my kid a bunch of vans because I'm like, look, you can match daddy. We're going to have vans. I don't know what vans are. No, but you're going to like them. No, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. Uh, One more thing I want to mention in parenting. This one blew my mind. My wife ordered some new utensils uh, for my daughter the other day. And it's funny because I was looking at them. I was like, oh, These are cool. And I'll show everyone on the live feed. And, and for those only listening to audio, uh, there, it's a metal like end to it. The spoon scoopy part and the fork like pokey part, pokey part. is that, That's the technical term for a fork. The pokey part God, sometimes <laughs> like I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, and the, the handle is like a rubberized handle, which is great. I was like, oh, these are cool. And then my wife pointed out to me, it has this little thing on the back here, it has this little thing on the back. So that if you set the spoon or fork down on the table, it keeps the end of the spoon or fork off of the table or whatever surface you're putting it on. Brilliant, brilliant. I can't tell you how many times I'm like grabbing a napkin to put my kid's spoon or fork on it because it's sitting on the on the kitchen the dining room table. I do the same thing with mine. Like at restaurants, I'm a freak. I, I I like to put my napkin in my lap, but I need a plate in front of me so that my I'm not putting my fork and knife on a dirty table that was just cleaned with a dirty rag and that's what really got me thinking i said to my wife i was like why do they not make this for adults why this is a simple little thing and it doesn't have to be a rubberized handle just put a little 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 like divot on the end of it so that when you put your spoon or fork down or your knife it's not touching the dirty ass table granted i will admit i have obsessive compulsive disorder so i'm a little more sensitive to these things but this is just common sense like, why can't we just get this on everything? Your, your forks and knives and stuff can still look cool. Just this little tabby thing. I want it. I'm looking for them. Someone out there listening, hit me up on uh, Sean Work Live. Let me know where I can find these damn things. Uh, really, and anyone else joining the live feed, hit, hit us up with your favorite cereals. We haven't been getting a lot of those on there. People are jumping on and off of the live feed here, and it's not showing me everyone that's on it. But if, if you're on here, it's National Cereal Day, hashtag National Cereal Day, uh, so hit us up with your favorite cereals. All right, moving along. That's enough for parenting. i had so much parenting the past couple weeks. And today I was like, "Ah, let's talk about Funko and these weird spoons. (laughs) Not weird. Fantastic. Brilliant invention. Like if I was on Shark Tank and someone came with this, I'd be like, take the money. Take the money. Make all the spoons and forks and and knives and stuff with the little things so that I don't have to put my my utensils on a dirty table. All right. Moving on to some tech. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, we're doing well on time now. I'm going to take a little sip of my beer here. Uh, But like I said, tech. Tech, tech, tech. Uh, We got some news from the Zuck. Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook. He did a blog post this week uh, talking about making Facebook more private and moving away from public posts. That's got me thinking. Uh, I don't think Facebook knows what it wants. I don't. I don't think Mark Zuckerberg knows what he wants. I don't think Facebook knows what it wants. I don't think they have any real vision of a direction of where they want to go. Because they're just all over the place. Remember Facebook Watch? It's. I mean, not remember. It's still a thing. But remember when that launched? And they were trying to compete with YouTube? Like, that's all about making public videos. That's what that is. Right now, this video that that we're on a live feed right now, public video. That's part of the purpose of Facebook. I don't think they, they have any understanding of what the hell they want to do, what the hell they want to be. And they're just moving around in all different directions. And seriously, let's get a CEO up there that can can wrangle things and and put them like bring them in an actual direction as opposed to just throwing a bunch of shit on a platform, which is what they're doing. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do dating now. We got Facebook watch now. We got a marketplace now. You can sell things. And it's like, oh, my God, it's too much. It's too much. And they still can't keep the Ray-Ban spam off spam off the site. Every day I've if, if I'm scrolling through Facebook, which isn't that often, I can't scroll through Facebook that much. But if I'm doing some work and I scroll through, every time I'm scrolling through, I see one of those somebody's getting tagged in one of those Ray-Ban things. You can't even keep that off your site. And you're you're like, oh, we're gonna make it all come on now. Give me a break, Zuck. I'm really done with the Zuck. <sighs> some speaking of ridiculously greedy CEOs, yeah. <laughs> Amazon, Amazon have announced they're going to close all of their 87 pop-up stores in the U.S. starting in April. Uh, This includes pop-ups at Whole Foods, Kohl's, and I believe they have them elsewhere. So those are going to be closing if you got one near you, which I actually do. uh, I don't use it to go buy Amazon things, but I do use it to go return Amazon things uh, at the Kohl's, which is not far from me. Uh, So those are going to be closing. But have no fear because, of course, Amazon can't just kind of remove themselves from things. Uh, they're going, there's going to be new Amazon grocery stores coming soon. So look for those in your neighborhood. I'm sure they'll be popping up around Los Angeles. Uh, again, like you don't have to have your hands in everything. Freaking Disney and Facebook and Amazon. It's like, do you guys just want to like, just have like a thruple like, and call it a day. Just be a thruple, create one company and you guys can own everything. Disney, Facebook, and Amazon. And then we'll all just wear Amazon hats and Disney Mickey T-shirts and Facebook underwear, and that's what we'll have to wear every day because that's the kind of world we're gonna live in. It's disgusting, disgusting. Ooh, Scooter Wars. Oh no, I want to talk about this first. Uh, so last week, if you were listening last week, uh, our honor producer Bridget brought up uh, something about Netflix. We were talking about Netflix and and how she has no sympathy for. Oh, we were talking about people sharing. Uh, Netflix logins and she was saying how she has no sympathy for them uh, for basically stealing money from the government you know and and I she said it nicer than that but and I was like what what are you talking about and she actually reminded me this week and I wanted to talk about it I did not want to go into details about this but it's important to talk about this uh, because you might have heard about this with Amazon how Amazon is not paying any taxes for 2018 not they're paying zero in taxes for 2018 Uh, and Netflix is apparently in pretty much the same boat Pretty much the same boat, where they're paying nothing or next to nothing in taxes, and I get it, and I get it. There's deductions, and there's ways to do these things. You know, I I have my own business, I, I get it. However, you need to pay your own your fair share. When your profits are that high, there's only so many deductions you can get, and here's where it gets ridiculous. Uh, because I was talking to my accountant recently, I'm actually going to have trouble deducting some of my mileage from last year. My mileage to drive to gigs that I do as an independent worker. This is part of my job. Used to be able to get reimbursed for all of it or deduct it, not reimbursed, but deduct all of it because I have to pay taxes on everything I do. And this year I'm not going to be able to do as much of that. The mileage for the actual events that I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to deduct all of them. This is where it's a problem. Because this is those tax breaks that you heard about for the past two years that came out of the Orange Menace administration. And it's all going to trickle down. It's all going to trickle down. It ain't fucking trickling down, guys. Nothing's trickling. Nothing. And what's happening is the middle class is getting screwed and gigantic corporations are just making more money hand over fist. In fact, GM made an announcement today. 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 They're closing down a bunch of plants. Those tax breaks from the Orange Menace uh, gave them an extra $157 million. $157 million. And remember, like I said, it's going to trickle down. It's going to trickle down. It's going to help the economy. It's not fucking helping. If you still support that kind of ridiculousness, uh, you're either stupid or you're ridiculously white and rich. That's all I can say about that. Oh, scooter wars. Scooter wars still going on. Scooter wars twenty eighteen. Now scooter wars twenty nineteen. So many scooters lost in the scooter wars. Where are we here? Hang on, I gotta four, six. Alright, making some notes here. Sorry guys. Uh scooter there's a lawsuit in San Diego brought uh, brought up by a disability rights group that have brought this lawsuit against the city of San Diego. Uh yeah, against the city of San Diego. Uh, and it alleges that the scooter companies are not doing enough to keep the scooters off of sidewalks. And, of course, this is taking away the the right-of-way. There's an exact term for it, and apologies. It's just my ignorance. It's not my not caring. Uh, there's a term for it where, where uh, people with disabilities are supposed to be able to have this right-of-way uh, to get around on the sidewalk, into businesses, whatnot. And we've I've talked about this. I, it's happened to me with pushing my—luckily— uh, I can maneuver to an extent much more uh, while I'm pushing a stroller. You know, I can maneuver much more overall, but pushing a big stroller, it, it's been a problem for, just for myself. So I can't imagine if, if I'm not able to to use my two legs to maneuver, it absolutely makes sense. Uh, I, I, I don't want to necessarily see them take a bunch of money from the city of San Diego, but hopefully this is going to make everyone kind of step back and look at this and see how ridiculous the scooter wars are because it's gotten just out of hand. It's gotten out of hand, out of hand. Oh, Tim Apple. You guys familiar with Tim Apple? Mm, I am. What, you don't know about Tim Apple? That's right, Tim Apple. Now, Tim Cook. Tim Cook. It was in the news recently. He was having a little event meeting with the Orange Menace because, you know, rich white dudes, that's what you do. You convene and you talk about how rich you are and how much more tax breaks you're going to get and everything else and nothing against Tim Cook. But, I mean, this is what's happening. I mean, there's a picture. He's sitting between uh, Kushner and, and the Orange Menace. It's like, Jesus Christ, Like not, I don't even need to be here. Uh, but what happened was the Orange Menace was talking about him and actually referred to him, introduced him as Tim Apple instead of Tim Cook. Because when you're that dumb like the Orange Menace, you just assume everybody is named after the company that they head up. And apparently this is not the first time that's happened. And the reason he's Tim Apple now is today he changed his Twitter handle from Tim Cook to Tim Apple. Now, unfortunately, if you're on an Android, I'll tell you right now, Android or really anything outside of a uh, iPhone device, you're just going to see Tim and one of those little X symbols because he used an Apple emoji, like an iPhone emoji. Uh, but I thought this was hilarious. Leaning into it, clearly he doesn't have a lot of respect for the Orange Menace, which again, he met with him in the first place. Uh, but really lean into it and, and enjoy that. And, and really, let's call him out on his stupidity. Uh, one more thing in tech here, and we're going to move on to some common sense. So, remember that net neutrality thing we were talking about for a while? Yeah, net neutrality. We were talking about that, how it got repealed, and it shouldn't have been, and everything else. Wherever you stand on it, I don't care. It shouldn't have been repealed. A bill was just introduced by Congress uh, to reinstate net neutrality, reinstate it, and actually uh, make it harder for the uh, FCC to... Uh, to just repeal it on a whim, which is pretty much what they did. The commissioner of the FCC just one day was like, eh, that's enough of that. We're not going to do that anymore. It's like, dude. So that bill has been introduced. Hopefully that's going to pass, and all I have to say is hell to the yes, because we need things like this. It's very important. Net neutrality. Hopefully you'll be able to see my videos better, because I'm clearly not getting preferred traffic through any IP. I'm just not. ISP, rather. IP. IP. Can you tell I worked in marketing for so long? Uh, ISP marked, morphs into IP, which is intellectual property for those of you not familiar with it. ISP would be Internet Service Provider. I know. I know these acronyms. Eight years at Disney, you get used to talking in acronyms. Everything's an acronym. It's weird. It's just all kinds of weird. All right. Moving on to some common sense. This one, I'll be honest with everyone, if you listened to last week's episode, I, I saw this, like, right after I got out of the studio last week, and I was like, ah, why didn't I see this an hour ago right before I went in the studio? Uh, apparently, there was an incident in Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama, I believe it was Huntsville, I don't know, it was Alabama. Uh, there is a buffet there, like, an all-you-can-eat buffet, which you're probably familiar with these, and this one happened to be, uh, like, one of those Asian seafood buffets, so, it, you know, a lot of, like, the dumplings and all that kind of good stuff, uh, and... Personally, I can't relate to this, but I understand. So a lot of these seafood buffets, they have crab legs that they put out. Uh, and those tend to go fast because everyone's like, crab legs, crab legs, crab legs, and, you know, piling plates of crab legs and eating the crab legs. Like, I just don't like crab. But I get it. If you like crab, like, oh, yeah, you know, and they go quick. You know, that'd be like me with French fries. Like, if it was like, here's one plate of French fries, and everyone wants French fries, I'm like, wah, 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 French fries. like, I just don't like crab. So what happened was uh there's a long line, And people were trying to get the crab legs. Uh, And apparently two people were fighting over the crab legs. And as they were fighting, they each picked up tongs, you know, like barbecue tongs, salad tongs, a little click, click, click that you you can't pick up without going click, click, click with them (laughs) because that's a requirement. Now check the the integrity of these. Uh, They started fencing with tongs, fencing. And this is amazing because like we talked about last week, France has recognized lightsaber fencing or battling as an official, like, thing through the France fencing organization. Uh, well, France, we got tongs. Because that's how we roll in America. <laughs> we fence with tongs. Uh, coming in Olympics uh, 2020, will be tong fencing. And there will be a plate of crab legs in the middle. And whoever wins gets has to eat the crab legs before they go on to their next match. Brilliant. I think I just came up with a new sport. Pretty sure I just came up with a new sport. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Let's work on that. Bridget uh, is not on the feed tonight, but I'm going to remind her of that. Uh, let me see. Tong fencing. We're going to make a uh, make a note here before we move on to one of my absolute absolute favorite stories of the week. Uh, just uh, this is fantastic. So there is a magazine. Let me see if I can get the exact name of this magazine. Uh, it's one of these like smaller magazines. Uh, MIT Technology Review is the magazine. They ran an article uh, that was all about how all hipsters look alike. And it featured a picture of a stereotypical hipster. Well, a guy read this article. A guy who was clearly a hipster read this article and decided to reach out to MIT Technology Review to inform that them that he, they, he did not give permission for them to use his photo in their article. So, of course, the editor of MIT Technology Review goes, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, let me go investigate this. Goes to investigate it and finds out from whoever had pulled the photo to go in the article that the photo was a stock photo pulled from a stock photo, stock image service and was not actually the hipster guy that was calling to complain. So, in the end, this idiot basically confirmed what the article was trying to say and that is that all hipsters look alike they do and I get it you know it's fine like but just admit it that's what kills me with with like hips and they're like no no we're just trying to be different but it's like dude y'all look the same I live in Highland Park I live in Highland Park like I see y'all every day every day and y'all look the same it's the same thing you look like you were in my closet in the 90s <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like these days <laughs> I always joke about that like oh my god the hipsters would have loved my closet in the 90s loved it, it was fantastic I didn't love it, but you would the, the kids nowadays would like. They look back on it, they would have loved it. I was like, "Shit, I can't afford clothes." <laughs> mm. It's a beautiful thing. Speaking of ridiculous clothes and fashion, yeah, uh, there is a fashion designer, Jockamis, something. No, it's just Jockamis. God. Jochimus, nothing against the name Jochimus, I'm just like looking for a last name, and I'm like, no, it's just Jochimus, just Jochimus, it's like uh, like Hansel, Hansel, so hot now, hot right now, more than three people should get that reference, and if you don't go watch the freaking movie, I'm not going to give it to you, so Jochimus, Jacamus. I don't know, not to be insulting to this person's name, Jochimus, came out with a new fashion line of micro purses, not mini purses. Not wristlets or clutches. Yes, I have a wife. I understand what purses are. No, no, not like a clutch or a wristlet. No, micro purses that are about this big, like an inch wide, like not even an inch tall. Essentially big enough to fit one earring. One earring. And Jochimus has put these out uh, at Fashion Week so that people who need ridiculous things can just get more ridiculous things that they don't need. And you can essentially fit one earring in I, I, I just, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. Oh God, this is ridiculous. See, I'm getting Barney's New York ads because I was talking crap about Barney's last week and their bongs. Okay. Uh, internet technology overlords, please understand when I'm talking bad about something, you shouldn't be giving me ads. If I'm using four-letter words and talking about a brand and like ranting and raving about it, I'm talking to you, microphones that are all around this studio right now and listening to me and putting it all in my cookies and my browsing history and whatever it is you do. If I'm talking bad about it, I don't need ads. I don't. Barney's ads at the top of my thing. Come on now. Uh, A couple more of these. We had some news from the CPAC. CPAC, if you're not familiar with this, it is the uh, Conservative Political Action Committee somewhere you don't want to be, and if you want to be there, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. Well, they had this recently, and you could go look at some sound bites because, oh, God, the Orange Menace was unhinged. Oh, God. People threatening other politicians, like, with guns. Oh, God, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting that this happens. Uh, Well, a couple of pranksters headed into the CPAC event uh, and started handing out Russian flags emblazoned with the name Trump. Russian flags. They actually handed out a thousand of these red, white, and blue Russian flags to attendees of the CPAC event. Uh, And people waved them. People went into the event and started waving these Russian flags right before the Orange Menace was about to take the stage. Now, of course, uh, some intern or something, somebody got word of this and some intern went around and started collecting all the flags. No, 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 this is going to look bad. Yeah, really? You're worried about the flags? Like y'all, y'all, y'all already look stupid. Y'all already look bad. You're ruining our country. This is ridiculous. So, like, yeah, sure. Worry about some stupid little toy flags. Uh, but people are dumb. People are dumb, and they waved them. This is just the stu- the stupidity is astounding. Like, don't take things without looking at it and like understanding what it is, and start waving it around. Like, that's just that's common sense. Common sense. Don't just start waving things around and be like, ah, ha, 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 ha what are you two? My daughter's not even doesn't even do that like, come on, people. Good old CPAC. Bunch of winners in that thing. God. I probably have some kind of listener somewhere that's like, I was there. I was like, yeah, but you only listen cause, so you can hate me and send me hate mail. No. All right, one more thing I'm going to leave you with, and I'm not even going to get into the details of it, uh, but something is being worked on. Soon down the line could be coming your way, uh, especially if you're a medical marijuana or a recreational marijuana user. And that is marijuana suppositories. Could be the future of medical marijuana. Marijuana suppositories. It's a thing. Get excited about it or don't. I'm not excited about it. I prefer to smoke mine. It's just how I do it. I don't. I don't tend to. I don't tend to think, think about things I smoke or even eat. Uh, I, I don't tend to think about putting them up my butt. I just don't. you're not familiar with what a suppository is it goes up your ass i'm good i'll just smoke it i'll take i'll take it that way good old-fashioned way i'm good all right on on that note weed suppositories that's gonna do it for us with episode 88 of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. Remember, make sure you're following us on social platforms at Tell the Wall Pod and at Magic Muppet on Twitter. Of course, Facebook, where we are currently live right now, Facebook.com/slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, and make sure you bookmark bookmark our website, Shaunorworklive.com. Check back there for updates, and that will, of course, also take you to our YouTube channel. Head on over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall, uh, subscribe, and check out all of our videos. Tell us how awesome they are. Tell us how bad they are. Like them, dislike them. Do the things you do. Comment. Do what you do. what the kids do on the YouTube and have fun with it. Uh, we will be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time with episode 89. Uh, like I said, this has been episode 88 of Go Tell it to the Wall podcast. I'm your absolute favorite podcast host. The one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, wall fans, common social social media world, and podcast consumers. No matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you are, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use Common Sense.